0: Hello, welcome to the podcast at For All Our Kids. You are listening to our Teacher to Parent segment where we discuss topics relevant to education in India. Currently, we're talking about text structures, that is, how information is organized in books. We learned about text features and types of expository text structures in the past two weeks. Today, we will share some tips on what you can do to develop your child's understanding of expository text structures. So now, you've heard about expository text structure and you want to help your child understand it. What should you do? Firstly, keep in mind that this is something your child will learn at school. What you do at home is to supplement the learning and shouldn't overburden either of you. A working knowledge of these structures enables you to guide your child when doing homework or exam prep. Let's look at what you can do at home with very young kids. Number one, introduce your child to nonfiction or informational books. Informational books expose children to concepts that they won't get from storybooks. The vocabulary, the organization, and the content lay the foundation for future academic learning. We make the mistake of assuming that all children prefer stories. On the contrary, many children like nonfiction books. An adult or older sibling can read these books to young children. Number two, when you read the books, point out the text features. Let's suppose you're reading a beginning chapter book about tigers. Don't just open the book to the chapter you want. Instead, say, let's find out on what page the book talks about the tiger's food. I'll look in the table of contents. When you find the correct title, point with your finger and draw a line to the page number. Oh, tiger's food is on page 6. Let's turn to page 6. You are modeling how to use the table of contents to your child. Similarly, point to the map of where the tiger reserves are and say, Hey, look, they show us where we can go to see a tiger. We are here in Nagpur and we can go up to Rajasthan or whichever reserve is on the map. Once again, you are modeling the use of the map your child understands that the map is there for a purpose to give you some additional information about places related to the topic. Number three, give children the necessary vocabulary. Use the clue words in your everyday interactions with your child. For instance, when you give your child a two-step direction, I want you to do two things. First, throw the rubbish in the bin, and then put your cup in the sink. Or, in a three-step direction, use the words first, second, and last. When they pick out their clothes, point out their features. These two shirts are alike because they both have buttons. But they are also different because the blue shirt has a pocket, but the red one doesn't. You are using the clue words that they will find in the text. Number four, when you read books, draw your child's attention to different text structures. Say you read a book about elephants. Ask them, are the African elephants the same as Asian elephants or are they different? What does the author say? Such questions direct children's attention to how the author gives the information in the text. Number five. Let your child share with the other family members what they learned from the book. It gives them an opportunity to think about the important details, a skill that they will need later to identify the main idea and supporting details. These may seem like such simple steps, and that's precisely the point. When we use language purposefully, in play, while giving directions, and reading, we develop important literacy skills in our children for children five six and seven years you can do all the above and more number one before children read prompt them to look at the photographs diagrams maps and other text features number two explore different events in your everyday lives talk about something that made other things happen like cause and effect how things are the same and different. That's compare and contrast. The order of their routines. Wake up, brush teeth, drink milk, shower, breakfast. Which is nothing but the sequence. What is a problem they encountered that day? And how did they solve it? Was there any other way they could have addressed it? Number three. Remind children to think about those discussions before they begin to read. Is the text describing how something looks, feels, tastes, or moves? Does the text talk about when something happens? Did something go wrong and did the text say how it was fixed? Did something happen that made other things happen? Or is the book about how things are the same and different? These prompts help children prepare for what they must do while they read. If you like, you can print out anchor charts on nonfiction text structure from the internet. And your kids can use these as a reference while reading. For seven-year-olds and older, you can be explicit. Highlight clue words while reading. Point out that these words show how the author organizes the information. See? the author is comparing and contrasting. That means some things are the same between these two places and some are different. Let's find those. Number two, introduce your children to simple graphic organizers. Use them to explore everyday occurrences at home before analyzing the text structure. For instance, you can make a timeline of important events in your family Or use the Venn diagram to compare and contrast favorite sweets like laddu and gulab jamun. Create a simple flowchart to show cause and effect. Your child forgets her homework, and that's the cause. And what happens? Effect. Grandpa forgets his hearing aid? The cause. And how does he watch TV? He turns up the volume, and that's the effect. As children's familiarity with graphic organizers increases, They will understand how to use these with the information given in text. This is the end of our series on text structure, and we hope that gave you some ideas on how to improve your children's reading comprehension skills. If you have any questions at all, please don't hesitate to write us at podcast at forallourkids.com. That is podcast at forallourkids.com. Until next week, goodbye.